Hello and welcome back to Intimate Business with me, Alex, the Yogi Coder. And this time, this week's episode is going to respond to all your requests on how to start investing. I shared on my Instagram stories um, around last week, I think, I shared that um, it was like Amazon, Facebook, uh, Google and some other stocks were uh, in a low price right now because they were like under some pressure with security and safety and, and, and uh, privacy issues. And every time I see those companies going down, since I've been working in one of those companies and I know how they work inside and I know how they always reach their sales and growth goals, I always take the opportunity and invest. Of course, there's big risk because, um, I don't know, like companies and uh, their whole financial situation, especially in the US, since Trump is doing this like weird deals against China and Mexico and like, I don't know. It's always a bit risky, but at the same time, these are companies that have been thriving for so long and they keep doing things right, in my perspective at least. So I just keep betting on that. And that's, how, that's what it is. It's a bet, right? And um, I shared that I bought and I shared that I sold uh, AMD. It was like, I, I think I had bought a... It's a AMD, I don't remember, it's micro devices, something, I don't remember the name of the company, but I bought long ago, like a year, a year ago, and I bought in a very high price, and I still, and I saw it going down throughout the months, and, and it was just like, I was already thinking, oh, that's going to be a loss, I'll just find um, the next peak, um, so I don't lose that much, and I'm going to sell everything, and suddenly, it actually went uh, to another highest peak, and instead of losing, I was losing about 15% of that uh, stock, or a little bit less, maybe, um, I ended up earning, not much, but 12% return of, of my investment there, uh, and I was very happy about it, because like, two days later, or like the next day, it actually went a little bit down, not very low but just like I actually was able to sell on a peak and that's what I do I'm not an expert and I have to disclose that here uh, for everybody looking for like expert advice and financial on how to start this is not the place <laughs> go and google for experts and to be honest it's very hard to find like clear straightforward advice from experts because either they charge a lot of money like there's monthly full mo mo monthly full I think it's called uh, there's some blogs, but they charge subscription for you to be able to get information every day or to be able to read further into their analysis. And it is completely fair. They are uh, very good companies with like great analysts that are, are worth a lot of money <laughs> working full time for them, doing analysis and, and, and like sharing their perspective. And even those super experienced financially experts uh, companies they are very careful not to say um uh, i encourage you to buy or do this and that because there are so many legal issues around advising people and encouraging investors to do y or x or y or whatever um that it can be a big risk if, if, if an investor loses money or if a company says that one of the financial advisors is actually um, I don't know, messing up with the market by advising all their clients that they need to sell their stock of this company or that company. Like, So they're very, very careful in how they advise you. So it's going to be very hard to, for you to find like a very professional, experienced financial advisor. So my first advice here <laughs> is 
learn from it like investigate read about financial markets read about um, historically behaviors in the financial markets in, in each country uh, or the global international market in each company learn uh, what is a multiplier learn when do these companies share or publish their numbers and their revenue and their growth and all these numbers and that's like a big factor so you start learning and read and get involved if you're too scared of losing money just start reading and getting involved and follow these accounts that share those things and and just like ask friends of you who have invested here and there and like just get more interested in that um and that's gonna be much better than just like asking for an expert to to advise you which is not that easy to get and still even if if an expert advises you they can be wrong right and it's gonna hurt more to have followed someone or someone's advice and be wrong than to have learned on your own and um test some things here and there and 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 maybe lose a little bit but you you did it yourself um so believe me it's better when you lose it because of your own decisions than because somebody else advised you <laughs> we have more patience with our own failures than when somebody else is the reason why we fail we we get a little bit less patient with those situations but yeah so my first and foremost advice is learn from it and if you don't have the interest to investigate read get involved learn a little bit from it then then you're not interested in investing and then it's it's such a shame because this is this this i i would call this is a secret or this is why people with money are able to grow more money and people that are poor are never uh able to get to making their money work for them the good thing of this that is changing through time because i'm all for equality and and having like a more equal opportunities uh, i'm not only talking about gender and all those things i'm talking about um socioeconomic classes which which is a big issue uh, for me as mexican i see that uh, my country has a huge issue around that so I'm, i've always been very very interested in like how how do you drive equality and um, equality and opportunities in education i think are the two main things and one of the great things is that uh, the more time passes by, the more these investment and fund companies open their limits, which is if you want to invest your money in the past, you would have to have had like at least one million dollars or one million your currency. And then it just becomes un unaccessible for like the majority of, of the people, right? So that was just like the first big blocker and obvious and, and horrible. And the more you, the more time passes by, and the more competitors are out there. You see, Robin Hood Betterment, and in each country, there are so many um, companies, financial companies, um, growing and launching every year. Uh, because of this competition and because of this growth, uh, you you can see how all these companies are lowering their limit of entry. I don't know if that's a word or phrase, but um, so now you can actually start investing in a fund with, I don't know, um, $500 or $1,000 instead of having to like to, to wait until you have an amount that it's big enough so this company is caring enough for you to open an account for you and, and like take care of your money, which is invested in different funds so you get a return. What a return is for those of you who don't have any idea is 
you have your money in a fund and this fund is divided in different companies that are actually working and bringing, not bringing, like creating value to society and to the world and that work is giving them some return and that return is paid to you. So it's like you are a little bit owner of a little piece of Facebook. If you buy uh, some Facebook stocks, you are owner of a little bit a little piece of Facebook company. So if they make money, you make money in your own range, right? So if you bought one dollar, then that's that's what you make. Or if you want one share, that that's what you make. Uh, if if they lose money, you lose money. That's just like the simplified version of investing in stocks. But the reality is that um, there is market behavior, and that's driving, I would say, fifty percent of the whole uh, pricing, and or hundred percent of the whole pricing. When you see the price of the Facebook or Google stocks or even Netflix, which is a very scary case, uh, scary because it's worth much more than it's actually making money now. But the point is that the market, which is all the investors in the world. Are believe so much in this company that they're already buying at a higher price every day uh, so that increases the price like the more demand for for this stock the more the price increases that's that's how it works so even though you can have like a bad month like you can like report oh this 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 quarter we didn't make uh, that much growth as we promised or as we had uh, shared with everyone uh, the market can behave differently or the market can decide to the market I mean the investors can sell everything because they're scared or they can buy more because they see that opportunity so the price actually doesn't drop that much etc so one simplification is you buy a little piece of that company and depending on how the company does is how much you're gonna earn or lose that's that's how it is uh, but the other reality is that depending on how the market and the financial market works or how people feel this company is going to do well or, or bad in the future is how the price of this stock actually fluctuates through time. But <laughs> with that in mind, and a clear example of that is that Facebook, Facebook stock fluctuates so much like every week and it all depends on any governmental privacy issue it gets into like politics or not. So if one week goes well, great, the numbers are great, growth is great, it keeps increasing. And if there's an issue and they have to declare uh, to the government or to police in the US, they actually, the, the, the stock price lowers very, very fast. And it's actually not because of the business performance of the company, it's more because of the PR situation they're going through that at that moment. So that's why I always find it a good opportunity to buy because I know when the PR goes by and, and passes by because of the good business results that company has, the stock price is going to increase. But that's just like a little bit of my overall explanation of how I see and perceive like buying stocks of different companies you like. But if you're new into investing, this is my non-expert recommendation. Step one, read follow blogs, learn, follow the companies you like. If you're into tech, follow the companies that you feel uh, you enjoy using and and uh, you, you think they have a bright future. Follow those companies' numbers and learn from that. And then you're going to find like, oh yeah, I'm convinced I want to buy stock. Number two, before you actually buy stock from a company, Unless in your work you're getting paid by stock. That, that's how I got into all this. I was working at Facebook and 
like half of my salary was or more maybe was paid in in stock options and not stock options actually stock but um and and then I had to diversify so I started buying from other companies uh, like Google and other companies at stock that's how I got involved and interested because I was working on a company that was public but if you're not and you want to learn to invest but you're very scared um you're very very scared to lose money or to see every day you're up or your your account going down and going up a little bit and then going down again first of all start with funds like investment funds what they do is they take care of you they cost a little bit more like most of them are going to charge you one percent of the amount you're putting in there a year and the cost is because there's a lot of financial experts and the company and the resources being invested for you not to worry about so most of these funds you can choose if it's like on debt or not or like you can choose the details on, on which fund you are investing your money but if you start there since the fund is invested in several like hundreds or even thousands of different companies it's diversified enough that the risk you that fund has is so low or almost unperceptible like it's it's not it's non-existent unless everything goes to hell at the same time and everywhere in the world that fund most likely is going to have at least the same amount of money you put in sometimes it can have a little bit less but most likely over time because of the compounding effect uh, you're gonna get more and more through time and funds from my perspective is thinking long term always but it's a great start because you 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 invest your money in a fund, you start investigating what f that fund is invested in, like the companies that they invest in and what percentage and stuff. And you you start follow on, like follow up on, on, on that information and you start learning. And funds tend to have a very small return. The return is for every hundred dollars you put in every year, you're going to get ten dollars. That would be a 10 percent return. If you get $5, instead of having 100 by the end of the year, you're going to have $105. That's because that fund is giving you 5% return, yearly return. All return is calculated yearly. But that's how it works. And that's how we talk about like putting your money to work for you without you actually moving a finger, which is you put your money there and it's it just it keeps increasing. And if it stays in the same fund and the same fund is telling you that it's giving you 5% return every year, you're going to be having the next year, you're not going to be having 105 or, or the return of 100. You're going to be having the return of 105. And that's the compounding effect. Every year gets a little bit more and that more gets invested and, and, and it's working a little for, for you a little bit more. There are funds with higher risks um, in different index and stuff. So, so most likely if you invest in funds, you're going to get an, 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 an analyst or an agent, a financial agent that is going to be able to explain you or give you information through email or different types of communication. Most of these companies have, if you invest a little money, they are not going to have a full agent for you, but you will have access to ask questions and monthly or weekly reports and things like that then you're going to be learning if you have a little bit more money they're going to have like more much more like customer care or attention for you and you get to actually have meetings with them and ask the questions and stuff so if you've never invested in your whole life i would recommend you start with a fund uh search online what is the best uh financial fund to invest my money and you're going to get all the advertisement and just search by 
um, security and say search by how like the one that gives you the highest return per year and it's the safest and has good reviews and then you start there <laughs> that would be my number one recommendation number two if you already invested in funds and you already feel comfortable start investing in a pool of five to ten companies that you are or 10 to 15 companies that you love if you're very into tech which i think most of my audience here is, is very techy <laughs> um i would choose tech tech companies okay microsoft or like uh, apple microsoft um, facebook google tesla or whatever you choose or you, you you believe for example i don't believe tesla is gonna thrive don't kill me because of that because i know most of you guys are very big fans of elon musk specifically and tesla but it fluctuates so much and um yeah so i actually sold i, I had tesla stock and i sold it in the latest peak i don't know it was like a year ago or less than a year ago and i was very happy i sold uh, but um, but Netflix and whatever companies that are tech, AMD, Nvidia, uh, there are so many other companies. So you you can diversify Alibaba. You can buy. It's also Chinese, so it's not only Amazon. You're not only investing in Amazon, but you're also investing in the Chinese competitor. So you like the key here is that you if you start with stock, diversify. And it's very funny that I'm giving this advice because I'm not following my own advice. I've been like the reason why I've been losing overall I haven't lost but I the reason why I haven't been making more money in return is because I didn't diversify enough and instead of having it in 15 different companies I had it in five <laughs> or in three and two and stuff so I'm learning <laughs> but since I feel like I'm learning every single day which is one of the biggest investments you can make and we're gonna talk about it a little bit later <laughs> I am recommending this. If you're going to start with stock, diversify and choose five to 15 different companies that you are going to be able to follow up um, and like to have a normal like weekly, monthly follow up and buy those, those stocks. If you're not interested in following up and like seeing the price every month and stuff and you're like just thinking, I want to save this for long term and I don't want to look at it, just close your eyes. What I would do if I were you would... That I did for some years actually was buy the stock of the companies that you trust that in 10 years they're gonna be thriving um, that, that's you for you to choose I don't know which companies and then if you if you really believe in those companies they're gonna be thriving in 10 years you just buy and like just close your eyes and your ears <laughs> this is not a financial recommendation this is a psychological recommendation for you not to be stressed out every time there's a big bump down or up or you're celebrating because suddenly it, go, it went like 2x and the next month uh, it went like to half or less than half or 20% its price so just don't follow every day and maybe you check it on it every year and you learn from the graphs you take okay what happened last six months what happened last year what happened in the last five years and each of these companies that you trust and believe that in 10 years are going to do well, just search Google in, in Google search like Facebook stock 10 years. How has it behaved? Okay. And how does the future look for Facebook? Oh, is Facebook invested in other like, I don't know, other companies or other efforts more than only social media or like 
media platform. Yes, they're investing in this, this, this other technology. Okay, they're they're a known way diversifying their investment. Great, I think that's a safer option. Google is the most diversified. They're investing in every single thing. So you do your investigation and choose those fifteen and just buy some stock and all of those, and you're gonna be okay, I think. And 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 just close your eyes and wait for it and check it once a year. <laughs> and that would be my recommendation for um, if you want to start investing in stock. Another thing, very important is, and the third one is like if you're very interested in like buying cheap and selling <laughs> expensive, and you're gonna have to spend at least one hour of your day every single day, like um, not only reading up during the day, but like every day checking the numbers and seeing what happened in the news on those companies and putting your sale offer and your buy offer and all those things um, and there is time investment there unless you're very passionate about it or very interested in it it's going to consume so much time that sometimes it's not actually worth it and that's why you pay a company and you put it in a fund because they have experts working on this 24 7 not only one hour a day you know and they're actually experts they're not just someone that's interested in that so that's why you do that but um, if that's your interested, just start spending on this one hour every day and jump in when the market opens and investigate and learn and what, how, how the 15 companies that you've chosen, how did they behave, if you have bought before or after, and just follow up on that. But my overall rec recommendation is if you are very young, and this was a recommendation that I got from a good friend of mine who was also working in Facebook and was very invested in Facebook uh, stocks. Um, he told me the younger you are, so this is imagine you have a graph, <laughs> the, and this is a linear um, behavior. The younger you are, the higher risk you can take. So if you're very young, if you're in your twenties, you can take half of your savings and put it in high risk, because high risk means potential for a high return. But in the case that high risk goes to hell and it's potential for a high return, but also potential for high losses, and you lose everything of your 50%, then you have so many years of, like, of your life to recover from that. That's one. Two, most likely, you don't have big debt and expenses. You don't have a house, maybe. You don't have... Um, a family and children like you don't have this like big financial burden um so you can actually take big risks so i'm gonna go back then my first advice is find a way to be debt free like find a way to pay your school debt find a, like find a way to be, to be debt free as long as your your debt is uh your debt interest rate is higher than what a, a fund can give you as a return so if you're interested in your if your interest rate in the debt that you have whatever your debt is it's a house it's whatever is lower like the the debt I, you have is three percent and the funds they give me um the fund they, they give me uh five percent or seven percent or ten percent then it's okay to have a debt because it's so low that you can have um, you can you can have all your money in a fund producing this 10% a year and you're actually only paying 3%. So you are actually gaining from not having uh, paid all that money and still have a debt for a long time. So that, that that's a specific case. But in case that's not the case, if you have credit card debt, believe me, 
it's going to be 100 times higher than what a fund can give you. So cover that as soon as possible. Most debts you have are going to be higher than what a fund, what a fund can give you. So just be, like find a way to be debt-free. Once you're debt-free and if you're very young, you can risk a lot of money uh, or you can have higher risks. And I would start with 50%, but like I'm very, very conservative and I've been working since I can remember because I love to work and produce <laughs> well. Um, and even even at 18, thinking of risking my... I always joke about it. I always say, I have two pesos. <laughs> pesos because I'm Mexican. Uh, so I, I'm earning two pesos and I'm lady two pesos and everything is two pesos around my life. But So even if I only have two pesos <laughs> to risk... Uh, I wouldn't risk it. Like, to be honest, I would feel like, whoa, no, this is my little money and I made it with hard work and I don't want to risk it. So I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way. Uh, but it's a very broader and more, like, wiser perspective from an older person to say when you're young, you're able to risk more. That's why you go and jump and be an entrepreneur and you do, like, more risky stuff. You can risk more because it's easier for you to recover since you don't have a family to support. You don't have a... Um, a big debt or or a big stuff that, that it's like a burden for you. You can just go back to work and produce enough money to survive and to thrive and to grow and, and the biggest investment you can make is in your in your own like knowledge and, and, and education and skills. But um, so the younger you are, the higher risk you can take. Since I'm very conservative and I've always been conservative, I was when I started to do investments I am I'm very conservative but I'm also a crazy freak in saving so I would save like 20% all my life 20% minimum of my salary I've never saved less than 20% of my salary ever 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 in my life so even when I was earning two pesos and I had to pay rent and I had to pay the masters that I was studying and I had to pay transportation it was it was just such a funny time in my life <laughs> Uh, even then, I would save 20% of my two pesos before I would spend in everything else. So I didn't have money to do anything, <laughs> but even grocery shopping was tough. But um, but I was making sure that I would save 20%, and that was just something that made me feel comfortable and in peace. So it was more important for me to save than to spend money, to save that 20% than to spend money in fancy stuff or buying something fancy in the grocery shop or whatever. <laughs> So I've always saved 20%, but most, like, I don't know, right now I think half half of the time I've been working, I've been saving up to 30%. From that 30% that I've been saving since, again, my context is so well, um, so lucky in the terms. Since that I am 31, I am married, but I'm independent, so so my, my husband doesn't depend on me economically, and I don't depend on him economically. So... It's very comfortable because I, I get to choose to. If I want to save 50% of my salary, I, I get to do it because I don't have any debt. And again, I don't have any debt, but I don't own any like properties. I don't have a home. <laughs> I don't have a house. I don't have real estate yet and uh, anything like that. So this is just my context. But I, I'm always saving. From that percentage, whatever you choose, but I would recommend at least 20% if you're young, from that, per uh, from that percentage that you're saving... I uh, would always invest at least 20% of that to high risk. So 80% put it in a fund that you trust. That it's always going to give you a stable 6 to 10 or see yeah, it's 6 to 10 yearly return. That's awesome. Um 
takes you ten percent yearly return. That eighty percent of your savings, it's gonna go to the like stable fund that it's gonna just increase your money by compounding itself every year and you're not gonna touch for years and years and it's great. But that twenty percent from this hundred dollars, just that those 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 twenty you put it up in high risk. I mean, high risk can be cryptocurrencies. I made 3x. I made a super, super tiny investment back then, but I think it was 2017. <laughs> and I actually always uh, joke about this and tell my husband he's the reason why I didn't make more money. But I was like investing every time I would see um, the the cryptocurrency which was ripple at the time going down i would just buy more and buy more oh it went up i buy more it's gonna keep going up <laughs> and suddenly it dropped it, it started like going down very very bad i was like okay i'm losing that money it's okay i, I decided to hire to go high risk and it was not such a big amount of money that i would like be worried about so i was willing to lose it all and then and then suddenly i i forgot about it and then i started receiving notifications and news that uh, Ripple specifically, I had bought Ripple, I had bought Litecoin, I had bought um, Bitcoin as well, but very little, most of it was Ripple. And I remember I bought, I don't know, I don't remember how, like what was the amount, but I made in Ripple only, I made 10x, but it was such a small amount. But in overall, all the cryptocurrencies, by, in six months, I made three, yeah, it was 3x. And I actually stopped buying because when it was started going down, I kept buying and my husband said, hey, wait, you're like, you're already way past um, what you're willing to lose. And I was like, no, it's okay. I can, I can afford more. And he was like, no, but he's, he's an economist. He's very rational. I am the rational one of the relationship. So I, I completely listen to his advice in that case so he's like hey wait stop stop putting money into cryptocurrencies i think that's good enough um and uh and chill on that and that's okay and it just went down and i was losing already so i was like i'm gonna forget about it suddenly in december it started going up so crazy and i remember i was actually we were actually in norway and i was like oh, this is going up and i started selling and i sold 3x like all around like taking into account all the cryptocurrencies i so i made 3x profitable you know 300 like three times what i invested if i invested hundred dollars i made three hundred dollars um in six months and that's my high risk and this is just a clear example and a, and a winning right i had other friends that i started later than like after i did and they sold before i sold um, and they invested like very very little money but they were so scared of losing it's like i cannot even lose I don't want to even lose. There was one friend telling me, I don't even want to lose $200. $200, it feels terrible to just lose it. And uh, for me, it's like, oh, I'm not buying expensive gadgets. Um, I can't afford this and I was just spending a lot on it. But um, this friend of mine, I remember, he bought... He bought like $200, $250, and then it started going down. He got so stressed, so, so stressed that he sold like the next month and he had a loss of like 30% of that money just got lost because he sold when he was going down and I just forgot about it and relaxed and I didn't care if it was going to go to zero I was just gonna wait and suddenly it went 3x specifically Ripple went 10x <laughs> so I sold on that peak and I was very lucky but as I'm telling you my friend was not lucky because he got stressed but not only because you got stressed it could have been that six months later I would have said oh no it's, it's gonna keep increasing i'm gonna keep my money there and i've been a little bit more ambitious i would have kept my money there and suddenly it goes to zero because it went down like half 
um, I would have lost at least 30% there if I kept my money there. So I was just very, very lucky because I'm not knowledgeable and I was even less knowledgeable back then. Uh, and this is the things that can happen, but that's that's what I mean with high risk. It can be cryptocurrencies. Right now, I wouldn't recommend you to get in there, but okay, it can be cryptocurrencies. It can be, uh, unless the cryptocurrency is backed by some company that's actually creating any value. It's just a cryptocurrency for being a cryptocurrency. I don't think it's worth anything in, anymore. But yeah, but but if you're a live trader that every day you're buying and selling, uh, cryptocurrencies are great because they have great gaps every single day in, in their prices. So my point is that this 20% of the amount you're saving every month, first you have to start by saving. Define a percentage that you're always going to save. And the moment you get your money, like if you get a um, salary, a monthly salary, that moment you separate that 20% and you put it into your investment account, your fund, your other account, whatever you want, but you just separate it. And then you start thinking, okay, I have to pay rent. I have to pay this. And that's it. Because if you wait until you have paid everything and then whatever it's left, you think that you're going to save, you're never going to have anything left. So the first thing you have to do is from your income, separate that 20% into investments. And then with that 20% that I'm talking about, uh, again, separate the 20% of the 20%. So imagine we're talking about $1,000. You get $1,000 in your, in your, in your monthly pay um, check. And from those, from that $1,000, you're going to get, you're, you're going to get 800 for your expenses. Yes, and 200 is going to go specifically for savings. From that 200, you're going to get $40. $40 to high risk. Okay, that's a 20% of the 20%. So from your 1,000, 200 immediately go for savings. And from that $200, you're going to get $40 that goes directly to something high risk. High risk can be, oh, I love Tesla. I don't care. It's losing a lot. I'm going to buy it. Or I love this company. Or like high risk can be just buying one stock or one, one company, a stock from one company. And then you just buy with that. Okay. And the rest goes directly to a fund that is long term and that is not going to be touched in a long time. And that's like, that would be my formula, how I would um, start if I had start now. 20% of your salary goes for savings. 20% of, of that 20 of those savings goes for high risk, whether it's cryptocurrencies, whether it's um, there are some investments that are for real estate and you get to have a little part. You can you can have it there like anything that it's novel and new and, and fun and interesting, but you don't really trust it 100% that you want to participate. That is what you can invest 20% of that 20%. <laughs> Um, and the other part goes to a long-term fund that it's going to start and continue creating money for you. And like, I think it's the simplest <laughs> advice I can give. I think it can apply for everyone. It's very healthy because it applies for everyone. It's in percentage, not in amount. And uh, no matter how much you earn, and I can tell you this, I've, I, I've, I've, I've earned so, like, so little like I've started working at 16 and even at 16, that 20% applied and I've earned so, so much, much, much more. And I would still apply, even though my lifestyle changed and improved and increased, maybe I would increase my 20% to a 30% uh, savings, but it was not savings. It was more strategic investments and stuff. But, um, but it was because I was more knowledgeable. If you're not knowledgeable at all and you're not trusting any of this, save 20% and from that 
20% goes to risk, high risk, which is stocks that you like or crypto or whatever. It's like a little bit risky. And 80% of that 20% goes directly to savings uh, in a fund that is going to give you at least a 5 to 10% return every year. Just search for that and you're going to find it in your own country. You don't need to you don't need to like, oh, it's only in US or available for US. I, I can tell you, I am currently investing in companies because I, 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 I my nationality is Mexican, um, in Mexico, and they have companies. So believe me, you can find your own co your, in your own country companies uh, that have these services of investment and fund investments. And even, even if you're from, I don't know, Africa, Mexico, Colombia, um, Australia, I don't know, from whatever you are in the world, you can invest in the famous companies that we all hear about, which are American companies, because it's the international market. So don't worry about that. But go that uh, 2080 rule that I'm telling you, and believe me, you're going to find peace of mind. <laughs> and you're going to see if you connect once a year and you realize, oh, I have this amount of savings. Interesting. You're going to realize how comfortable and happy you're gonna feel and proud and then you're gonna get interested and maybe you learn more maybe not maybe you don't even care and you're not gonna be interested but you apply this 20 80 percent rule and you're going to be completely relaxed knowing that you have a big savings account and before you know it from like 10 years from now you're actually able to buy a big house of your dreams you had because you can give a bigger deposit etc so that would be my advice on how to start and i am focusing in very basic advice even from savings because most messages that I got from you guys was like you didn't even know how to start saving or what was that even like much less how to invest and, and what is a stock and like very very basic so I cannot go so deep right now into like explaining you every single detail but I think I gave an overall explanation and the key, I would like to, I think I should be sponsored by Google, <laughs> but uh, not for you to invest in Google, but more about my, my always on recommendation is Google it. Stop asking random people on Instagram. I get so many weird questions like, how do I, I don't know, fix this thing and this thing is like, I don't know. And, and for me to know how to fix that thing in your code, it's going to take me the same time that it's going to take you to search for it. On Google or Stack Overflow or GitHub or whatever you want and copy and paste to the solution. Like I cannot believe people ask me these questions or they ask me, how, how do I invest? Google it. So I'm not saying, I'm, I'm answering this question very happily because I'm very interested in this subject and I'm not saying stop asking. I love when you do, <laughs> you ask questions, but my always on recommendation, I should have it as an automatic response in my DMs. <laughs> is Google it. I gave some conferences uh, for um, girls uh, that wanted to study something related to tech and I remember my point, my main point in the end was like, yeah, you can find a mentor, you can find inspiration, you can search here, study this, do that, whatever. But in the end, what it's going to give you everything you want, it's going to be Google it. Any bug, question, moment you have, Google it, you're going to find the answer. And that not only applies for tech, that applies for everything. We're now talking about financial recommendations. And that's, again, Google it, search for it, get informed, like follow, follow people and follow blogs that are talking about it, but they have some experience and they're actually following. Learn how to read a graph. Um, and that's going to give you like miles of knowledge that you cannot imagine how valuable it is going to be, not only for your own life, but like even for the people around you. But yeah, the point is, if you do this 2080 and you don't care about financial and you don't want to deep dive or anything, this is going to be very 
structured and it's gonna ha give you a very safe way of living safe and comfortable and relaxing you're not gonna be stressed and you're gonna be more relaxed and adjust your lifestyle like i don't know where your lifestyle is but if you can if you can do an exercise of searching all your expenses and where can you cut down it's gonna be healthy i don't even if you spend very little money just do that as an exercise even if you don't apply it you're gonna realize that there's so many things that we're consuming every day and we don't notice that we can cut out of your out of our lives or get it in a like cheaper version and uh, and then we don't need to follow this huge need to increase our expensive uh, expenses in a lifestyle um, as I've shared before I have so many friends who who get a better job and I'm like coach, coaching people to get better jobs and before they're getting that job with a better salary and they get like a 30% increase great awesome 20 30% increase they're already spending like before they're actually working there they're already spending to that amount that they're gonna get two months from now and it for me is just shocking it's like you increased your lifestyle faster than you increase your income that's just a formula for failure in my believe if you're very lucky you can succeed anyways but this is a good way for you to one learn learn to invest second just have a peace of mind third to 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 have access to the tools that throughout the years and decades rich people have been able to increase their wealth <laughs> and i love this because when i joined the last company i worked at um uh the the director was very passionate about this word which was democratize democrat democrat i don't even know it in spanish demo oh i forgot the word but democratizing yeah democratizing finances and investments in in the country and that meant that it's available for everyone that not only for the rich ones that, that it's not only for the available for the millionaires to be able to put their millions to work for them that it was actually available for like for anyone who had at least like not like who was able to save that 20% that I'm talking about even if it's a minimum salary for anyone who wanted to have a participation in the financial world who for everyone who wanted to learn to save and increase the value of their money and invest anyone could start their account there and that was like the whole mission of the company was great and and that makes me feel very very passionate that's why I actually joined when my plan was to launch my consulting way before <laughs> way before that but um but yeah, so that's why I'm so passionate about it and that's why I'm so grateful that it's 2019 and we get to live in this era because we have so many companies making it, like Robin Hood's mission is the same one, uh, making it so easy for for everyone. It's not only for few anymore, it's for everyone to be able to invest and put their money to work. It doesn't matter if it's $10 or if it's $10 million or $10 billion, you can put your money to work. And that's how I would recommend to you to start. But again, I'm going to close with my disclaimer, which is I'm not an expert. I don't know much. As I'm, as a friend of mine says, I live in a way that it's like I'm post-war post way of living. I'm very excited about saving and investing money. And it just makes me happy, actually. So this is just my perspective, my experience. And I am not a financial advisor. I'm an industrial engineer <laughs> and a marketing expert. So thank you so much for listening. And I really hope this answers most of your questions that I've been receiving through DMs. And if you have a friend who could benefit from this, uh, share this podcast. And 
make sure you subscribe and if you have the time and willingness and happiness to give a five-star review i would really really personally appreciate it <laughs> thank you guys for listening and talk to you next week